It's This Week in Bourbon, and welcome to 2024. And here's your headlines for January 12, 2024. A new bourbon documentary comes out today called Bourbon Blaze. Rebel Bourbon has signed a sponsorship agreement with Richard Childress Racing, and Templeton Whiskey unveils their Templeton Straight Bourbon. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our sponsors. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. And they're off for another Get 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at give270.org. Charitable gaming license ORG 0002703. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or thebourbonconcierge.com and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. Welcome back, everybody. It is This Week in Bourbon, and we are back in a brand new year. Welcome back, Ryan. Happy New Year, Kenny. Happy New Year. S- sorry you were up. Uh- Hanging ceiling tiles and doing a bunch of work while I was out in Florida. But when you came back, it's, it's, I'm, I'm figuring it's like, you know, it's instead of saying, what was that show? It's like, move that bus. Right, that's what I want to do. I want you to come <laughs> Extreme back. Extreme home makeover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want you to come back and be like, oh my God, this is so amazing. It was. I looked up and all the ceiling tiles are no longer like smoke yellow and, you know, there's not water stains all over them. Yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been a big reveal this I, week. I, I tried. It's one of those things like, I knew that if I was going to be working here at our distillery every single day, I want to work in a clean environment where I felt like I, like it felt good to Whereas come Whereas I'm through. like, uh, who cares? I'm, I'm down to be dirty. Yeah. I was just, I just needed something that it felt like if I'm going to spend my time here, I need to be in a place where it just feels like I, I it. That's Kenny coming from the tech world. Yeah. Being I mean, in a clean cubicle, me gotta, being out in the dirt. You got to understand like the company I used to work for had like turtle ponds everywhere. You had free lunches, ice cream, like all this other kind of stuff. So yeah, I've worked in a truck all my <laughs> life with, with grass clippings and dirt and <laughs> just shit everywhere. So, yeah. Uh, we, we come from different backgrounds, even that's though, right. don't we? We do. Well, that, I'm, I'm the sanity. Kenny's the vanity. <laughs> but I mean, the, but to be fair, once we started bringing people in here, you're like, yeah, we need to get this first floor cleaned up. Yeah, it looks good. They've got the new floors in. Walls are all painted. 
new ceiling tiles, except we found the leak yesterday because we had a massive amount of rain come yesterday here in Kentucky. So wind, uh, rain, it never, it never has anything good to say. Yeah, but happy new year. I'm excited for 2024. 23 was a fun but challenging year, but a lot of good accomplishments and ready to keep the momentum going. Yeah. And if you want to hear more about our what goals for 2024 and stuff like that, make sure you check out our other podcast, Behind the Pursuit. We recently recorded another episode of that, and it'll be dropping soon where you get to hear about what's in store for Ryan and I in 2024. And of course, if you listen to yesterday's roundtable, you know exactly what we're predicting for the next year too. A lot of wrongs. A lot of wrongs, a lot of wrongs. But there is one good thing that's going to be coming right, and that is that next week on Monday the 15th, Ryan and I will be back presenting at the Bourbon Society. And that the Bourbon Society is, of course, the original, the first one ever, the Louisville Bourbon Society. Oh, yeah. I remember the last time we went, they had no idea what a podcast was. (laughs) (laughs) Kenny's like, take out your phone. There's a purple app on there. And it, it was funny, but that, it, was, it was a great time. That had, had been, time. what, 2018, 2019? Yeah, it was just when we first launched our three episodes of Pursuit Probably early, Series. early 2019. Yeah, so it was early 2019. Yeah, it was a long time ago. So we've came a long way, so we got a lot to catch them up on. Yeah, well, hopefully. I'm looking forward to this time. There's there's new, uh, fresh blood, I guess you could say, in regards <laughs> of, like, leadership and stuff like that. I remember last time people were, there were always kind of like people talking everywhere. And I was like, God, I was like, I've given so many public presentations in my life and I need, I need people to be quiet. So hopefully. Yeah. There was a lot of chatter going on in the yeah, background. Well, well, hopefully the, the, the sidebar chatter. Will I kept blowing Kenny. I was like, just stop talking. They don't care. <laughs> just <laughs> let them keep talking. Just feed them the whiskey. It'll That's be right. Fine. But yeah, so we will be presenting to the Bourbon Society of Louisville on Monday, the 15th. So if you are in Louisville or you are a member of the Bourbon Society, please come out. We'd love to be able to see you. We're going to be bringing some special stuff there for you all to try as well. Maybe, 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 what do you think? Should we bring some of the uh, first of the double oak there? Or you think hold back? Ooh, maybe. We'll try and see. All right. We'll see if anybody holds us to it. Tell you what, we'll bring a small sample bottle. And if somebody, Everybody gets a thimble. Well, we'll bring a small <laughs> sample bottle. And if you listen to this and you come afterwards and you're like, hey, I heard you guys are going to have a bottle of your a double oak here. We can preview. Yep. There you go. You're the, and if you if you listen to this, that means you're in the we'll note. Bring one out sample. So <laughs> everybody go. rush to the end. <laughs> All right. And then other things happening. Our ambassador team will be at Bourbon Con in Lexington, January 19th and 20th. So if you're going to be there at the Griffin Gate Marriott, make sure you go stop by our booth. We're going to have. Geez, that's already happening again. Dude, we're already into bourbon season. It's already. it. You had maybe a week and a half of rest and that's picking back up again. Gosh. Yep. Welcome to 24. It doesn't stop, man. doesn't stop. All right, let's get into it. Bourbon and bets. Bourbon and bets. All right, we got NFL playoffs this week and a lot of exciting matchups. It was a dramatic last Sunday. And I think you said you wanted to go. So we got Cleveland versus Houston, and the Browns are favored by two and a half. And you're going with your home Cleveland. state, right? I'm going to take Cleveland. Yeah, you're going with Cleveland. Yeah, okay. Oddly enough, you say home state. Do you know who their Gr- quarterback is? No, I do not. Golly, <laughs> they got. I'm a bandwagon person. They got. Well, Joe Flacco didn't play last week, but he's really carried them with Deshaun Watson being out. They got a great team, great defense, got a lot of good options on offense. So, but Houston's tough. At you know, got C.J. Stroud. Gosh, what's his name? Well, doesn't matter. Anyways, Houston's got a great team, and but. I like the I like the Browns for you. All right. Well, that's what I'm going with. 
You know, and I'm going to go, gosh, Green Bay looked really good, but they were playing the Bears so last week. So they play at Dallas. Dallas is favored by seven and a half, and Dallas has just crushed pretty much everyone at home. So I'm going to take the Cowboys minus seven and a half on this one. So good luck to you, Kenny. Let's see if we can get maybe above 500 this year. All right. Well, good. There we go. We got our bets in. We'll see if we can bat 500. Yep. If that's a thing. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. not. Well, not even in news, but I don't, I'm sure it was really hard to miss what happened in December since we've had a few weeks now of not doing the show, but in December, Specs had their massive drop. Did you actually see that? I saw that. That was insanity. It really was. That had to be like a million dollars worth of inventory in one day just sitting there. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I, I looked at it. And I, I, the good thing about it, I say, at least camping is alive and well. Yeah. Right? There was tons of people. I, I'm a member of the Dallas Bourbon Club, and so we're on Facebook group. It was funny just seeing people getting out there. I can't remember which day it released on, but it was like, it was probably 18 hours before, 24 hours before. People were, there were a ton of people in line already. It's like, good Lord, that's a long time to camp out in December. Yeah. You know? And th- here's the thing is that most of it's for store picks, yep. right? It's not like a crazy... No, they had some out. I mean, they had some, you know, some blends and some whatever. But I think it was only like the first five people in line got like a Van Winkle 12 or a George T. Stag. Yeah. But tons of barrel picks. They had everything from bourbons, tequilas, Japanese whiskey, scotch, you name it. Yeah. I mean, it was a spectacle. It was, it really was. And I think they had, you could buy like five or eight bottles or something like that. You could choose. It's not like you just got one bottle and you're out. I mean, that was happened to the camping days of old is that. I would camp out for 12, 15 hours, but I'd walk away with a 23-year Van Winkle. But at least with this, like you walk away with five, six, seven, eight bottles of store picks of whatever it was. So I, I, I thought it was a, a pretty good release from from what it was. And it always is funny to see people are always commenting. They're like, I can't believe people do this. And then some people are like, I kind of wish I would have done it. <laughs> and they start having FOMO. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, Specs is just a... I mean, it's a spectacle, to say the least, when you go in there just on any nor- normal day. I mean, gosh, the, the options and selection, it's such a great liquor store. But, yeah, that took it to a whole nother level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love it. We'll have to, maybe we'll do it next year. I don't know about that. <laughs> tell you what, if you can get me, like, in a in an RV, like a camper or something like that, and I have a bed, sure. I mean, message our friend Tilted Bottle, see if he can get, <laughs> yeah, here we go. give us a $100 handshake VIP pass. There we go. <laughs> well, we don't even want a bottle. We just want to document it all. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. If you want to see all that, follow at Tilted Bottle. He's got a lot of, always posting what specs have. They do a great job there in Texas. Absolutely. All right. So let's dive in with the news. And our first headline is that Bourbon Blaze is a new documentary coming out streaming January 10th on Very Local. And it's called The Night That Tested America's Spirit. So this documentary takes viewers into the highly competitive and flammable bourbon industry in Kentucky, where distillers compete to sell every last drop. The industry that has stood the test of time through prohibition and changing consumer tastes is as old as America itself. But when a massive fire hit one of the largest bourbon distilleries ever, which we all know that's Heaven Hill, the families of competing bourbon companies must decide whether to lend a hand or let it burn. (laughs) <laughs> Premiering on January 10th on Very Local, it'll be on Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, Apple TV, Roku, and on Vizio All Streaming. I need to check that out. I still need to watch that Empire Rye documentary. I, I, you haven't watched it yet? 
I, I don't, it's on YouTube. I know, and, and I think your wife has made this comment. My wife has made this comment. I do not take time to watch any TV. <laughs> it's like <laughs> when we sit down and the kids are to bed, I get out my laptop or my phone and start catching up on emails or messages, Instagram messages. It's like the work never stops, but I need to like intentionally carve out a couple hours just to watch these these two documentaries. Well, I will send you the link to the screener for this. So they sent it to oh, me okay. to actually to look at it. It was very good. It's it's pretty easy. 35 minutes long. Right. So it's, oh, not, okay. it's not too bad. But it, I can carve out 35. Yeah. Minutes. Uh, Max Shapiro was in there. You know, oddly enough, I had an idea before things got crazy with the distillery and everything like that. I had an idea a few years ago that I wanted to create more podcasts, like more genres, like more kind of things to do. And I thought it'd be really cool to have a whole podcast, a whole series on the uh, like the Hell and Hell Fire. Yeah. And getting. I remember this idea, kind of making it like. It's like a docu-series. Like the NPR t- style podcast yeah. where you like have the the audio and the yeah, you, know, you, you comment commentary in the background, then going into interviews, this and that. Yeah. Totally. Where I would pull out news clips and, you know, sirens in the background and fire trucks and all that sort of stuff. And you'd you would actually get interviews of people that were there on that day and like what they remember and how they how they reacted to it and you know and we've we've had some of those stories on the podcast before, so make sure you go and listen eventually some of the old Heaven Hill ones. But this kind of wrapped up a lot of what I was thinking in into this, but in a shorter 35-minute form. But I still want to think of potentially doing that one day, and maybe somebody can steal the idea because uh, I'm not going to have enough time to do it. But be able to get that, that long-form 30, content. 30 minutes sounds easier. 35 minutes is definitely a lot easier <laughs> to do it. Yeah. But yeah, Max Shapiro is on there. Of course, there's Bernie Lovers. And I think a, a few other kind of notable names that we all know are in the documentary as well. Yeah. I remember that day. I mean, I think I was in like sixth grade maybe in 96. But yeah, you could see, I mean, it was wild. I mean, obviously they wouldn't let you get close, but you could see it, you know, from all over town. But yeah, very historical day, very sad day. You know, it's it's crazy that 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 happened just from a you know a lightning strike. So, yeah. and now it's made a, a pain in the ass to be in the distilling business. Now that one event, <laughs> it's made a pain in the ass. And there's always every single year on its anniversary, you see somebody posting articles about it. Like, did somebody see this? Like, yes, we've we've seen it. For <laughs> yes, the past, like it's ten years, forty years, <laughs> or thirty, whatever. Yeah, everybody's like, oh my god, can you believe this happened? Yeah. Oh well, welcome to Bourbon. All right. So once again, Bourbon on the Banks and their festival demonstrates its commitment to community impact by contributing around $25,000 to the Bluegrass Community Fund. These funds will be used for continued improvements at Riverview Park at the festival venue and to purchase an in, or sorry, an outdoor informational kiosk to be placed in the downtown area. This initiative aims to assist tourists in discovering all the great dining, shopping, and area attractions available. And the board has set aside another $15,000 for their scholarship fund. The fund supports individuals entering distillation, spirits, bourbon tourism, hospitality, and event management degrees or certificate programs, or an out-of-the-country student attending Kentucky State University's fermentation and distillation program. Furthermore, $10,000 will be donated to the White Oak Initiative, a diverse collection dedicated to the long-term sustainability of America's white oak forests and the benefits they provide. In a new initiative this year, Bourbon on the Banks Festival will donate another $5,000 with $2,500 each going to the Frankfurt Independent and Franklin County Schools for family resources. Plus, not to be outdone, an extra $500 will be contributed to the Friends of the Franklin County Farmers Market to support the fresh food access work of the South Frankfurt Food Share. That's awesome. You you did Bourbon on the Banks. I think it coincides with 
St. Louis bourbon festival. So I, it does. we divide and conquer. So I go to St. Louis, you go to bourbon banks, much easier drive <laughs> for you. <laughs> so one, one day or in and out, yeah. something like that. But, but I heard it's a great festival. It, Obviously yeah. they're doing great things. I was highly impressed with it once again this year. It is, I've had people come they're like, what do I do? Kentucky bourbon festival or bourbon on the banks? I'm like, it's kind of like, I'm not going to say it's a toss up. I mean, there's, there's definitely one ways to lead to one side or the other, but the cool thing about bourbon on the banks, both do both, do both. That's, it's the, that's the, that's the party line is that it is seriously, it's like six blocks of nothing but bourbon tents, maybe six blocks. It's at least actually it might be six blocks, but it's on both sides. There's just tons of whiskey everywhere. A lot of things to be able to try. Everybody's got their tents out and stuff like that. And I'm excited to see what they're going to do next year. They're talking about turning it into two days or having multiple times where you have like a, a morning pass or an afternoon pass and stuff like that instead of just trying to cram it all in in like three hours or four hours. So excited to be able to see what they're going to have going into 2024. Yeah, it's tough when you... That's what's nice about the Bourbon Festival being three days. It's hard on us as vendors because we have to be there. But... I mean, for a consumer, like, you know, trying to cram everything in into three or four hours leads to a lot of, I guess, overindulgence. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, you're just like, lack of a better term. Well, it, it's, it, it's just a race to like try to taste everything and see everyone and meet everyone. And it, it's hard, you know, to get everything. So I, I do like the multiple day format, but it's definitely harder for multiple days from the planners, the vendors and all that. So I understand that aspect of it too. But yeah, bourbon festivals are, you know, these whiskey festivals are great opportunities for fans just to go. The, the cool thing is you get to try so many new things. You know, you obviously have the legacy distilleries who are there and have great products, obviously, but you get to, your, to expose yourself to, to a whole nother side of whiskey. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I noticed about Bourbon on the Banks was that, I mean, you go by the Woodford booth or you go by the Four Roses booth. Nobody was there. Really? Like nobody. And people are out exploring and doing different things. So it, it kind of just goes to show you that people are out there wanting to find different stuff. Uh, it's not just the mainstays. That's encouraging. Yeah, it sure is. All right. So next one is that the Artisanal Spirits Company, owner of the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society, has acquired U.S.-based independent bottler Single Cask Nation. Single Cask Nation has a global base of around 10,000 whiskey drinkers, with the U.S. being its largest market. And the company curates bottles of limited edition whiskeys and other spirits for sale both online and through specialty on and off-premise retail accounts in eight key markets and beyond the U.S. That also includes U.K., Germany, Sweden, Japan, Israel, and Canada. ASC also owns membership organizations, the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society, and the company says the move will not impact its operations there. Co-founders of Single Cast Nation, Jason Johnston Yellen and Joshua Hatton, will continue to run the business with strategic and tactical support provided by the whiskey industry veteran Steve Hawley. Hawley is the president of the American Single Malt Whiskey Commission and former vice president of global marketing for Westland Distillery in Seattle, which will have another episode coming out very soon with Steve talking oh, yeah. about American Single Malt. That's right. Fastest growing category. That's what they say. That's what they say. But... Yeah, I I hadn't heard much from Single Cast Nation. They had that big hype around them in the bourbon world when they released, a, you know, that private barrel from Turkey. And then they had some older Heaven Hills, maybe yeah. Heaven Hill 24-year-old, I think, stuff. So I've got one of those bottles. It's fantastic. It, it, it's, it's damn good. Both of those were fantastic. But that's awesome for them. Hopefully this helps expose, well, I guess because they do cask from all over, but hopefully they do a little bit more bourbon, expose, you know, the rest of Europe with bourbon and whatnot and help build the interest there. So I like it. If not, give us your contacts yeah. at Heaven Hill in Turkey. We'll take those barrels <laughs> We'll, we'll for take it. them. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Share the love. That's right. Please. 
Middle West Spirits has completed a new world-class distillery in Columbus, Ohio, making it one of the largest independent distillers in North America. The expansion increased distillation capacity by tenfold, adding a state-of-the-art 75,000 square foot distillery along with grain processing and bottling facilities to supplement the capacity of its original distillery on Cortland Avenue in the short North District. The distillery expansion has brought economic benefits to the east side of Columbus with the reuse and improvements to land and existing structures, tripling the employee base with more additions to come in 2024 plus management of over 25,000 acres of local grain farmland and bringing an additional revenue to the Bexley community. Middle West Spirits currently produces 15 of its own branded products, including Middle West Bourbon, Rye, and Wheat Whiskey, and the Super Premium Double Cask Whiskey Collection, Oyo Vodkas, Vim and Patel, and Lux and Umbra Gins. Oyo. Oyo. Oh, it's like O-Y-O, and I'm like, Oyo, I guess. Well, instead of O-H-O, it's Oyo. Yeah, Oyo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, can, if you combine an H and I together, I guess it could, it could look like an, a Y. You know, I'm I'm trying to think of what I, I know. I've had I think it's a pumpernickel rye. Would that sound right? That from does. Them? And I thought it was amazing yeah. from them. I haven't had too many other. Maybe they no. sent us they sent us some stuff. No, no, no. We had a weeded bourbon from them that was really good too. So that's awesome for them. Seventy five thousand is a pretty big, big space. Well, moving on. This is actually a pretty fun one. I I watched the video for this. It kind of got me psyched a little bit, even though I'm not in a NASCAR, but I know probably a lot of people are. I mean, did you ever watch, everybody watched Talladega. Oh, yeah. Everybody watched that one. Yeah. Days of Thunder. Yes. Okay. Who hasn't? There there you go. (laughs) All right. I think this is probably more in line with that. So Rebel Bourbon has signed a sponsorship agreement with Richard Childress Racing to become an official sponsor, positioning the award-winning bourbon as the official bourbon of Richard Childress. Maybe it's Childress. Sorry if I'm messing it up. Racing. The number is Childress. Childress. Okay. And it's the number eight Chevrolet two-time NASCAR Cup champ- Series champion, Kyle Busch. So Busch will race the number eight Rebel Bourbon Chevrolet in select races during the 2024 and 2025 NASCAR Cup Series seasons, beginning with the spring race at the Richmond Raceway on Sunday, March 31st. Kyle Busch's number eight car will be fully wrapped in Rebel Bourbon branding for multiple races during the 2024 and 2025 NASCAR Cup Series seasons. Rebel branding will also appear on Kyle's uniform, helmet, and other elements throughout the 24 racing season. And they can you can also view their partnership video on YouTube, which I did, and it gets you pretty psyched. They're sitting there, they're like they're doing <laughs> like <laughs> oh, they're doing like infinity donuts in the Luxrow parking lot. And like oh, really? they, they shut it down and like they have the like, carbon rebel in the grass, you know. <laughs> oh, they should have done that. <laughs> yeah, they, they really messed up there, didn't they? Yeah. Kind of like when Aerosmith does like crazy on never mind. If you've seen Aerosmith Crazy's music video. Never mind. That's you're you're pulling on some some deep ones there, aren't that's you? That's right. Yeah, I am. But that's exciting. I mean, there's no more like loyal fan base than NASCAR fans. So the, I think it's a brilliant move by them. Help expose them to that audience. They're they're diehard, so Definitely Kyle Busch fans will be like all over Rebel as soon as they start seeing this. I mean, uh, here's the thing is like this makes a whole lot more sense from a consumer standpoint of how do you find the consumers and how do you advertise in the right space? I mean, Jack Daniels did McLaren, right? As cool as F1 is, I, I don't know how many people are like, oh, shit, yeah, like my McLaren and Jack Daniels. Like, I don't know if like that, that vibe, translates. yeah, if that vibe is really there. But in NASCAR, I'm sure it's it's it ha- like it has to be a pretty sound prompt. Yeah, match made in heaven. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I didn't feel alone on that one. Yeah, I mean, NASCAR fits in that 
I think within rebel demographic or whatever. So I think it's a, hey, a home it's run. In the bourbon demographic. Yeah, well, bourbon demographic in general. So it's I think it's a, a brilliant move on there. And just wish we had the money to do that. But <laughs> we can sponsor maybe your put it on one of my trucks or something. Oh, that you ever watch Rad Racing? Remember that movie? No, I haven't uh, seen that. Oh, you haven't seen that one? I was like, we sponsored like Crew Jones during Hell Track or something like that, put on his BMX bike. I think we could probably mm. make that happen. We can sponsor like the go-kart race at Heavyweights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's, that's the only one we can put afford. Put some bumper stickers on there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be the end of our bourbon news, but stick around. We've only just got a little bit of bourbon release news coming up. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point-of-sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in-line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns, from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. All right, here we go. Bourbon release news. And this first one, man, I was, I was hesitant. I didn't know if I really want to even talk about this because it's not even bourbon. Okay. I'm on pins and needles. It's, oh, I know what it is. You now. know what it is. Guess. What is it? I'm just a traveler yeah. on this earth. Exactly. But since it comes from Buffalo Trace, we'll talk about it. And I'm going to talk about why maybe I'm kind of a pessimist about this. But anyway, let's go. So Buffalo Trace's distillery, master distiller, Harlan Wheatley, and Grammy-winning singer, songwriter, and musician Chris Stapleton unveiled Traveler Whiskey, a new premium blended whiskey Remember that, folks. Blended whiskey, not bourbon, that represents the first-of-its-kind collaboration of collective artistry. Proudly blended and bottled at the world's most award-winning distillery under Wheatley's expert supervision, Traveler is the result of countless hours of testing, tasting, and dedication to craftsmanship that have produced powerful songs and world-class whiskeys. They experimented with more than 50 blends before agreeing that blend number 40 would be it for Traveler. Born in Lexington, Kentucky, just down the road from Buffalo Trace, Stapleton's relationship with BT matured while he recorded his first studio album called Traveler. 
It was during these recording sessions that he also was first introduced to E.H. Taylor, one of the distillery's others award sorry, one of the distillery's other whiskey offerings, which soon became a staple on his home bar. Since then, Buffalo Trace has collaborated with Chris and Morgan Stapleton's charitable fund Outlaw State of Kind for multiple fundraising initiatives. Chaudhary Whiskey has been widely released to retailers, bars, and restaurants nationwide as of January 1st at a suggested retail price of $39.99. Let's break this down. Okay. So break it down. One, I think it's not a bourbon, right? People that are out there, they're going, they're finding it. You have to come in with a mindset that it's not a bourbon. I have seen absolute outpouring of people grabbing these bottles left and right, pulling them off. And I am, I'm at a crossroads. I can't tell if people are pulling them off because it's Buffalo Trace or because of it's Chris Stapleton. I think it's both. <laughs> I think, I think it's. I, I, get her, I mean, you understand. I don't listen to country music, so I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge Chris Stapleton fan. I, I love Chris Stapleton. And I think it's a brilliant move on Buffalo Trace because, you know, I, I think I read this somewhere that like Crown Royal is like one of the most popular products among, like in country musical country musical fest, country music festivals or country music concert crown royal is like one of the number sell, one selling products at those so it's hitting that demographic too you have you know the the lore of buffalo trace so them two together i think is creating this perfect storm around this product now i don't know that it's canadian blended whiskey sazerac obviously owns canadian whiskey they also own you know, distilleries in Tennessee, they all over. So who knows where it comes from, but it's very non-transparent. I don't think it needs to be because I don't think they're... It could have GNS, like you don't really know. Yeah, it could, but I don't think it matters because I think the demographic that they're going after is not whiskey fans. I think whiskey fans might be, you know, kind of deceived. Quick to the draw? Quick to the draw, I think, you know, about it because they probably assumed it was bourbon. And it just shows you that most, even people just don't care what the label says or where it's made or where the source is. They just want it because it's from Buffalo Trace and it's Chris Stapleton. I think that's the lore behind it. And yeah, I'm torn on it too because I I do love both products, but it being a blended whiskey, but the price points, you know, relatively cheap. So, I mean, why not? I don't know. Let's go get a bottle. We'll try it. No, absolutely. We'll not buy a bottle. (laughs) And that's because I have seen all the reviews come out and no, I have not seen one review, not one single one where people said, I would go buy another one. Well, they're but appealing to the, the masses. That's the, that's the thing they're trying to hit, I think. Well, the, you could say appealing to the masses is one thing, but then there's other people who are like, why would you buy this instead of just buying regular Buffalo Trace? Like Buffalo Trace is $10 cheaper and you get bourbon with a lot more flavor and it's a better product. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like this with any celebrity brand. You're, that first release is always going to get that big push it's to get the follow-up purchases that's where we'll be interested to see if that happens with this particular line you know for the most part most celebrity brands kind of fall off after that initial release so we'll, we'll see it's tbd but yeah it's interesting i have been blown away by i'm not surprised how popular it is i am surprised how much attention it's gotten in the the whiskey geek kind of the forums and message boards and this and that. I, I am surprised by that. I thought they would kind of snuff their nose at it because of being a blended whiskey, but it's far from that. People have been kind of chasing all over it. That's I mean, I looked at it and I said, like, this is either a good thing or a bad thing. Like, one, it's a good thing because people are going to be open to more things. Like, oh, well, 
you might like blended whiskey. Like blended is not a bad word now. Like you buy it because right. of, of the actual product. And then part of me is like, well, crap, now everybody's going to buy it and they're going to like, this is not good. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's the problem is, is that we are enthralled with these groups where all people do is they care about like, what's the next hype bourbon chase? And people are always talking about it. People are swooping it up. People are picking it up. And I just haven't seen anybody. Everybody said it's okay. Maybe it's okay. Maybe it's like probably wouldn't buy again. There was a great article that came out from bourbonculture.com that says whiskey of the year, full bodied. These are words that you will never hear about these whiskeys. <laughs> so I, I thought that was like pretty much, I don't want to say it summed it up. I'm not going to, I'll hold it until I can try some of my own. But, and then there, of course, there's controversy around Chris Stapleton. Uh, That's true because he doesn't drink anymore. He's, yeah, he's sober. And they're like, this is a money grab for him. So I don't know. Like that's, that's, I don't know the guy that's up to you to decide uh, of, of what it is. But I mean, I know I, he's I, done like what you talked about is EH Taylor picks. I know they've raised a ton of money with those EH Taylor picks they've done through his foundation, but, but still, I don't, like, I don't know if it any just of this goes is back. Going. It's, I mean, it's just like, I, I don't, I can't think of a good analogy, but it's like, if you don't drink whiskey, then why pick whiskey as a category that you want to get yourself aligned with? That's true. I mean, you know, Jennifer Lopez, who allegedly doesn't drink either, has this, you know, sparkling tequila RTD line. And, you know, it's definitely like, yeah, why are you doing that? If you don't believe in the product or you're not, then why are you putting your name on it? So that's the contradiction and the irony there is definitely there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Thank you. I, I like your saying of like, why don't you just believe in the product? <laughs> yep. There you go. Take the high road there. All right. This is it. This is our last news article. The first one of the year, but that's why there's not much. Element Brand Group is thrilled to be working with Infinimum Spirits' prestigious Templeton Whiskey, unveiling their Templeton Straight Bourbon, the inaugural whiskey out of Iowa's own Templeton Distillery, launching in May of 2024. They're putting this way above their actual release date. Crafted with unyielding determination and fortitude, all in capital letters for some reason, the Templeton Straight Bourbon pays homage to the indomitable spirit of 352 residents of Templeton, Iowa. I had no idea Templeton was that small. Embracing Iowa's roots, Templeton Bourbon is born from locally sourced corn, meticulously cultivated in collaboration with local farms within 15 miles of the Templeton Distillery. It's 92 proof. The mash bill is 55% corn, 40% rye, 5% malted barley, and we'll have an SRP of $39.99. A lot of adjectives in the press release, but I'm sure this, you know, with that, they're just trying to, I guess, save face. You know, there was a lot of controversy around the brand, you know, trying to hide that they sourced from MGP and got kind of caught doing it. And now they're trying to release their own, which is admirable it's not necessary but I like think... you could have just not you could have not done this and just been fine yeah while you were doing it so it's exciting for them i mean I, i'm interested to try it and i saw the packaging i really like the packaging and at the price point you can't beat that either i was going to say the same exact thing i thought the the packaging was on point i thought the glass looked really good i thought the label looked really good whatever the the, the press pictures they sent out looked fantastic but like i said this is this is kind of funny coming from something that was the spur of the controversy had been what seven years ago when yeah well, yeah probably 2015 2016 time frame yeah maybe a little before that maybe before that uh, saying that you know your your craft whiskey is sourced from a big factory in indiana and my how the 
tide has turned. And then oh, all yeah. of a sudden that that big factory in Indiana is what people chase after. And nobody wants your craft whiskey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't want your craft. We want the source stuff. But it is the irony in all of it. But congratulations to them. I'm excited to try it. Yeah. Hopefully we get a bottle. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll can't wait to try it. Whiskey Quickie coming soon to you. But that's going to be it. That that's is it? our first this week in bourbon of 2024. Hey. Closed. All right. Well, we only got 51 more to go. Yeah, it's and Maybe we'll throw in a holiday. Maybe we'll take a vacation every once in a while. In there. That's right. On, we'll both be out of town for spring break because you got a vacation book. So Yeah. Yeah. We're, we'll try to plan more. All right. So we only have 50 left 50. for the There you go. Yep. There you go. But thank you all for sticking with us. We got a lot more cool things in the hopper for coming in 2024 at the podcast and Pursuit Spirits as well. So make sure you follow the show. If you like it, leave a review, share it with a friend. You know, this is getting to the point where... You know, if you're into whiskey, you want to learn more about it, you want your friends to know more about it, make sure they show, they follow the show because we are always going to be the ones that bring you most up-to-date information that we possibly can. That's right. But with that, cheers, everybody. We'll see you next time. Toodles. Toodles.